There we go. Okay, we're recording. I'm not going to fuck with it anymore. Welcome to the podcast <laughs> that we haven't named, so we can't really say much about it. It's going to be really fucking great. So please listen. <laughs> okay, well, now we're recording, but what do we say? <laughs> How the fuck are you going to edit this? You know what? Don't know, but I will have a lot of fun doing it. I think. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Lauren Ashley Gordon, pleasure seeker, orgasm influencer, and all-round self-proclaimed bad bitch. I'm going to be joined by my pal Natasha Bailey, mega babe, podcast guru, and a proper funny gal. Think of us as your new besties, and think of this podcast as meeting with old friends for a drink, spilling all of our funny life stories, life experiences, and commiserating each other through all of the shit bits. You're never alone, and we are here to remind you of that on the good and the bad days. This episode is a little taster for you. This week we talk about everything from online dating to beehives, squirting along to ABBA, and licking buttholes. If you enjoy this chaotic, no-filter vibe, then please come back next week for episode one. Our podcast is shaping up to be all-rounder, and that's exactly what we wanted. An oversharing, self-loving, mental dump of love, relationships, life, and self-worth. We love it, and we really hope you do too. Thanks so much for listening, and if you fancy, please rate, like, and subscribe. Share it with your pals and all the other good stuff. Okay? Love ya. Bye. I just feel like I've put this off for so long. Why have you put this off for so long? I just wanted everything to be like perfect. We're just going to record it and then it will happen organically. <laughs> I can do it all. You can. That's why I'm in awe of you and your talent. Well, no, because you do loads of other stuff that I'd find really hard. So like squirting with the satisfier. Special talents. First time I squirted, it hit him in the head. <laughs> It was really embarrassing because ABBA was on. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, can you just skip to uh, Mamma Mia? Because I need that song to come. Well, that's what I'm now worried about. Like, what if I can never do it again because the conditions have to be squirt perfect? <laughs> what about if we just talk about how our weeks have been? Okay, yeah. What day is it? I have no idea. <laughs> Someone's at my door. That's It's probably a sex toy delivery. <laughs> How many sex toys have you got? Right now I'm sitting next to a massive carrier bag full of unopened ones that I really need to go through. Do you get wanking overwhelm? Absolutely. If I've been like, oh, I've got this new toy and then everyone's like, oh, how is it? How is it? And I feel like the pressure to use it and have a good experience and then I might just not want to and then I'm like, but I need to. It's work. It's, it's actually a bit weird. You're a professional wanker. <laughs> how is your love life? Oh. Because I feel like you're a secret squirrel people love to ask me this question on instagram it's because you never answer <laughs> but people are quite direct i've had people message me before saying who are you sleeping with i'm like do you want his name and address like what, what do you want me to answer that with so what, what how the hell was your lockdown then mm, it was <laughs> it was great were you in a situation ship in lockdown yeah lots of fulfilling <laughs> meetings because i went on hinge i yeah quite like the vibes on hinge it's very liberal on hinge bumble really stressed me out with their clock countdown thing yeah so on bumble you have to send the first message don't you as the as the woman you have to send the first message and then they get 24 hours to reply that 24 hours nah it's too much it's anxiety inducing so i haven't been on there in a while but if you switch between tinder and bumble on bumble you swipe up and down but then an up swipe on tinder is a super like i'd swipe up on tinder thinking i was on bumble and i'd super like someone which is really embarrassing oh god no not about that life because it was lockdown 
I went on Hinge and they wanted to like meet in a telephone box. And I thought, are you joking? I'm scared about getting COVID. I don't want to also be scared about getting hep C. Yeah, there is something about having sex where you shouldn't be having sex or where you might be caught having sex. That is just extra hot. Well, I had a really shit wank the other day. So you're finally coming because you weren't for a long time. I like if you ever look back in our messages, it will be me SOSing you going, well, I've lost my orgasm. And then another time going, someone wants to eat my ass out. What do I do? That, that was a whole thing. We had to do a poll to get everyone's input. Should we shave our assholes? What should we do? <laughs> <laughs> then he, he didn't even come round. I shaved my butthole and I cut my anus. I know, so probably lucky he didn't come, if I'm honest, because it would have been like, Dexter's kill room back there. He never showed up. Fucking rude. Honestly, ever since, I'm never shaving my butthole again. And I think the same with like douching. Like, okay, people, if you want to, then that's fine. Like, great. But I am not going to feel pressured to do things like that. If you were going to stick your penis at my bum hole where the poo comes out, there might be a little poo and you've got to be okay with that if you're going down there. That's, sorry. Make it or fucking leave it. And also, my time is precious. Did you say lick it or leave it? (laughs) No, I wish I had. But the thing I've experienced is that most people don't even care. I was going to say give a shit, but that felt like too much of a pun. Most people don't don't care. And one of my favourite facts is that when you're turned on, your tolerance for disgusting things goes up. I can believe that. So you're doing all these dirty things that when you were not turned on would be like, oh, but in the moment, no one gives a fuck. And that's the beauty of messy, raw, hot sex. It is exhausting though, isn't it? But men. Yeah. And women. Let's not generalise here. Yeah, let's, what are your dating profile? What's your bio? Oh, I don't want to toot my own horn, toot toot, but it was banging. I binge watched Bridgerton. It's all very Regency Tinder. Right. But it's all like you have to put your name on um, a dance card. Like keys in a bowl. Yeah, so I, one of my prompts was like, do you want to put your name on my dance card? <laughs> your face. She's really proud of that one, guys. <laughs> How many responses did you get to that one? Not many. <laughs> My Tinder bio up until this last lockdown was um, just trying to get wine dined in 69 before Boris shuts everything down. <laughs> I just quite like a little cheeky one-liner. I'm not going to sit there and write a paragraph. What do you do about the people that just t- want to talk to you? I just don't reply. I'm terrible. Like, I will I will be like feeling it and I'll reply like all evening. We'll be texting back and forth and the next morning I'll be like, nah. What is that? Because I did the same. I just think at like a certain time of night, I'm a different person and I just do and say things that morning me just would never. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because it's exactly the same. I'm like a, I'm like a fucking werewolf. I'll say to myself, Natasha, everything looks different in the light of a new day. It does. I mean, it still doesn't stop me because the sun's down. So I still fuck it up. Did I tell you my story about the one I kept sending tit pics to? You know, it got to a point where I just thought, I can't do this every night. I've got Netflix to complete. So I would just recycle my tit pics and then I sent them to this boy having a great time and then the next morning said something like, I'm really sorry Natasha but I'm going to have to stop talking to you. Why John? And John was like, because I know that you're sending these pics to other boys. No. How did he know? Didn't know I was dating Poirot. (laughs) And then the reason he knew was because he saved them to his camera roll. And it didn't say I took them last night. I took them last week. So he is Poirot. Fuck. 
I, but I, like to me i'm just like at that point like why do you care like are you, you just you must be texting other people you can't put your eggs in one basket there's a guy right i'm not gonna i'm gonna be very vague here because i don't want to out him because i do want to have sex with him but <laughs> we only know each other through instagram like we, he's like a a friend of a friend kind of thing and so we chat on instagram quite a bit we've facetimed a few times which is a big deal for me i never fucking call or facetime anyone i'm only text and then he like something on my instagram and then he was like are you having sex with someone what like right now not at this precise moment we've never even met in real life what like we just chat from time to time you don't have any right to a ask me or b be annoyed in any way that i might be having sex with someone else like you gotta put a ring on my finger before i'm gonna stop doing that like what the fuck i don't like that vibe i don't when they think they own you and they've given you nothing this is it i'm not sitting here waiting for you mate like i've got a cue <laughs> i haven't but he doesn't know that and he won't listen to this so it's fine if he does he will know who i mean and that's embarrassing but i do want to have sex with you <laughs> we've survived it yeah just we're, we're all hanging in there i think it's really funny though that so we had like a year of lockdown and that was when everyone was creating podcasts because everyone was stuck at home with nothing to do and we've chosen now that everyone's got loads of things to do again everything's opening back up now we're gonna do a podcast <laughs> lots of things are already a thing that's the problem well that's because it's 2021 boris has got one probably i think he has we're very late to this bandwagon aren't we him and hancock should have a podcast together because they could be bj and hancock you need to write that into them you need to let them know and charge them for that diamond boris if you're listening mate resign because you're who she was talking about earlier (laughs) do you ever have that do you have that on your dating thing like no tories yeah don't believe in it there was this one guy that i just hinge was like no you'll really like him and i was like fuck you hinge and it was something like i voted to leave there's ever a bigger turn off i actually kept matching with well not matching but my ex my husband he's still my husband i'm still married he kept popping up and i would match with him to to make him laugh and i kept saying stuff like i love meeting new people Savage, you know it's bad when your ex-husband blocks you on Tinder because you're trolling him. I mean, he probably deserved it. Yeah, and do you know what? This past weekend, I had my first bit of um, single mum guilt. I've, n- I've never experienced it before, where I met this like friend of a friend. Basically, she was just saying oh, all these things that she'd done in half term, and I suddenly was like, I've done nothing in half term. She wasn't doing it on purpose. She wasn't even boasting, but inside, I was like, I'm not a family. Yeah, uh, it's one of the hardest things, I think. Like, I used to really, really struggle with weekends. Like, I don't know why. I've had this in therapy. Like, I I had this feeling of, like, on a weekend, everyone mm. is out. And they were all a family, and they had their fucking picnics, and they were organised, and they were, there was, like, four of them, and they were together having a lovely time. And then there was just me on my own with, you know, like a toddler or whatever, which is just not a fun experience most of the time. And I would just not go out. I would just stay in because I didn't want to be around a whole bunch of fucking families feel horrible and like a failure. And and obviously I wasn't a failure, but at the time, yeah, it was so difficult not to have that guilt. And when I talk about it, so many people are like, I feel exactly the same. And it's like, see, we all fucking feel this way. We're all guilting ourselves about half terms and, you know, Easter, I didn't do like a fucking six hour egg hunt with rhyming clues and like, and we're all sitting there feeling terrible about it why are we doing that to ourselves we we have to get a bit of a reality check sometimes i think don't we yeah 
because everyone's life sucks don't worry <laughs> okay good they kids are just happy doing fucking watching tv with you aren't they like they don't need fancy stuff as I say, they don't even need you there half of the time like but if you're busy with you know like i work from home he's really not that bothered and so the guilt 100 comes from us it's very deep we got very deep quite quickly hey that's what she said <laughs> i hope people are listening i want people to listen for number one <laughs> but i want people who are listening to feel like that this is just a chat with friends because uh-huh. like me and you like, we're so open aren't we and i talk to my friends about literally everything i'll be like yeah i had anal sex last night and it was great like whatever like, i have no filter my friends don't have filters it's great so it only quite recently occurred to me that like other people might not have that. And I get a lot of messages from people who are like, oh my God, I could never talk to my friends about this. Because sometimes it helps just hearing other people say it or think it or do it. I think so. And I think the more of these kind of conversations we can have where we take subjects that are maybe a bit taboo and make them more normalised, is that's only a good thing. So I want this this whole thing to be to feel like you've just been having a really good chat with your mates and you've been able to talk about these things and you come away you know when you like you haven't seen friends for a while and then you see them and then you just come away feeling like lighter what if people have found this podcast just randomly and they're like who are these people shit it's such a deep question can't believe we didn't talk about the bees oh the bees i've had enough of the fucking bees i saw a bee twerk the other day they do so i so i wasn't brave enough to get close enough to video it but um yeah, they wiggle their bums to communicate. Like, don't we all? Like, that's a mood. And so when they're trying to tell people direction, the other bees, so like we were trying to get them into this hive thing, this box, and the queen was inside. So all the bees were wiggling their bums to tell the other bees to like go into the box. All just like walking along, dancing their little bums off. And it was fucking incredible. So, okay, backstory is there's a bee colony living in my chimney. Every May, the new queens are born and the old queen leaves with half of her hive to go find a new place to live so every may this happens but this may it happened three fucking times one baby queen bee should be born and she'd eat the other ones if she doesn't eat the other ones then they'll keep leaving because you can only have one queen in a hive Obs. <laughs> exactly like honestly the bees are sorted did you know that they're mostly female bees all the bees that you see like pollinating they're all female bees the only male bees that exist are called drone bees <laughs> this is a niche topic the only purpose is to mate with the queen and then once mating season is over they get kicked out of the hive they can't feed themselves so they just die whoa 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 because bees are elite they're next level next level women (laughs) all the women just just figure it out which i think is fucking amazing and so then the queen bee she goes out to get uh, collect her sperm she's so big because her abdomen fills with cum oh you dirty bitch out one time and then she gets enough semen for her whole life because she's out out (laughs) yep she is on one she's like on a set she doesn't need tinder she just flies through the air collects up all their spunk and then heads home with it because fuck them she doesn't need them anymore wow i saved the bees everyone don't panic i didn't kill them i saved them i'm like single-handedly saving the fucking world out here david attenborough greta listen up yeah there was thirty thousand bees in that first swarm piss off yeah horrific horrific when it's like in your bedroom window and like there's just a cloud of bees everywhere babe if there's one here i freak out sometimes i'm like considering moving out so from hinge to hives (laughs) bumble (laughs) thank you for listening to untitled by the time this goes out right it will have a name will it though maybe
This podcast is not your bathroom walls, babes. You can't just paint it all different tones of lavender. <laughs> I only painted that room three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Look, if you're not happy with the fucking paint colour, repaint it. Life is too short to stare at ugly walls. Yeah. Don't like him? Dump him. Lick it or leave it. Do you know what? I'm about to be 37 in July. And for the first time, I think... I just don't give a shit. Kind of happy about it because, you know, years of therapy, trauma. I figured it out, man. I feel feel like I'm in such a good place these days. And surely, surely, Lauren, that's only ever going to get better. I think so. I I can't wait to have that level of like self-confidence or just not giving a fuck. I wish I could go back and live my 20s as as I am now. Like no responsibilities, no bills to pay was was brilliant. But yeah, I was so insecure. I didn't know how to treat people. I let myself get treated terribly. Like the growth that you you go through now, my curtain is... (laughs) Just for context, Lauren's curtain has attacked her. (laughs) You actually got a breeze there. That's because you're so far north of the wall. The absolute chaos. Well, the reason I wanted to make a podcast with you is because I love your content. Why are you laughing? I'm going to cry. And the community you've created is incredible. And I want to be part of that gang. And I just think people listening might feel the same way. Oh, I can see a bee. Motherfucker. (laughs) And I just selfishly wanted more of you. I am touched. On my worst days, on my like lowest days when I don't want to get out of bed and whatever else, I have the privilege of knowing I'm not the only one feeling that way because I can go on Instagram and say it and then 100 people will tell me they've had those days and I want other people to feel that. I want other people to listen to us and be like, oh my God, it's not just me that thinks like that. I'm not alone. I'm not broken. (laughs) Or maybe we're all broken and that's okay. And we can have a giggle as well. And we need to say that thing where you're always like, like, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Well, you just did that, so that's great. (laughs) Tell your friends. Tell your mum. Tell your other friends. Tell your brother. Tell your brother that I'm single. (laughs) Come back next week because it might, we might have got our shit together by then. Who knows? Yeah, it might be better. Love you. (laughs) Love you. Bye.